If only we could see ourselves as other people see us. My feelings of being bad began in utero at the very beginning, at the moment of conception. These feelings are stored in my subconscious memory at a preverbal stage of life. I was born out of wedlock and I'm a product of a drunken one-night stand, an affair with a married man. Bad. The pregnancy was no joyous time for my birth mother. She knew she was going to give me up for adoption. I was told she was never seen without a drink in her hand, and she drank the entire pregnancy. Knowing these things, I believe my birth mother rejected the pregnancy, and I felt every bit of it in utero and I'm sure every day that passed she was eager to just get it over with, and move on with her life. Bad. I was kept a secret from the world, even my own birth father. I would guess being conceived while he was married, my birth mother didn't want to create any situation for him, and she was ashamed of her own actions as well. The less people who knew about this shame-filled secret, the better. Did my birth mother feel bad? In my heart of hearts, I believe she might have felt bad, but her alcoholism ran the show. She didn't allow herself to feel, it was December, 1973 and she was pregnant by a married man, unwed with a four-year-old daughter of her own. Abortion was legal, but I don't believe it was an option for her. She had a younger sibling that survived a botched abortion, which was attempted by her natural mother, my grandmother. Her sibling survived, but lived mentally and physically disabled in a nursing home her entire life. This could have impacted her decision in giving me life, where her experience with abortion was a horrific one. It's hard to tell. Yes, I'm aware many people consider any experience with abortion as horrific, but that isn't what this blog post is about. In 1974 unplanned pregnancies were shamed, and it would most certainly be frowned upon to be pregnant by a married man. This married man was also a friend of the family. This was even more reason to keep things quiet. There certainly was no celebrating or excitement going on during the pregnancy. I'm sure as I grew in her belly so did my feelings of unwantedness and rejection from the woman who should love me the most. What happens when you are tied in a primal way to your mother, yet she rejects the pregnancy, rejects you, and she wants to get rid of the problem altogether. It's easier to hand this problem over to strangers, and pretend it never existed. That's the easy way out but in adoption land they tell the mothers they are brave. That's a whole different blog post. Bad baby, bad pregnancy, bad day being born. For me, the day I was born was the worst day of my life. It was the day I lost everything, and the beginning of a lifetime of trauma, grief, loss and heartbreak. I always think about that day, with great sadness in mind. I obsess about wondering if my birth mother held me, did she name me? Did she look at me? Was she sad? Was it the worst day of her life, like it was for me? All the feelings associated with my life at the beginning, are bad. Then I get adopted into a home where it was never about me. It was about filling the needs of an infertile woman who was never capable of being a mother to me. My greatest pain and loss in life was her biggest blessing. How in the world could I ever share my sadness in this home? I didn't but I internalized every bit and it came out in self-sabotaging ways. Growing up, I was busy tending to my narcissistic adoptive mom's emotional needs, I was never cared for as a child. My adoptive dad divorced my adoptive mom, because she was manic-depressive, suicidal and he admitted she couldn't take care of the first daughter they adopted a year earlier, but somehow I was adopted anyway. He knew she couldn't take care of the first daughter, yet he adopted another daughter with her, divorces her within a year and moved over an hour away. He remarried, and had a new family to raise. He left us with her. What was the result?
A bad childhood. A trauma-filled childhood. Lots of people have a bad childhood and bad experiences in their childhood. But what about the better life that was promised to my birth mother? What about the two-parent household that was so much better than she could provide, that was promised to her by the adoption industry? That's another blog post as well. Growing up in this home, my adoptive mom cried more than she served hot meals on the table. Her crying and manic depressive episodes had an impact on me in many ways. I was the child that would console her and comfort her and be there for her. I remember sitting next to her wherever she was crying, rubbing her back and saying I'm sorry mommy. I'm sorry I must have been a bad child because she was always crying. I must have been the reason she was crying all the time. As an adult, I've realized her crying was in part due to mental illness, as well as a failed marriage and not coming to terms with being able to conceive her own children because of her infertility issues. None of it was my fault, and my memories comforting her go back as far as I can remember. It was my responsibility to make her feel better. When I was a child, I had no idea about mental illness. I had no clue the chaos and total dysfunction in this home wasn't normal. I had nothing of normalcy to compare it to. I had this feeling of being bad because I somehow as a child felt responsible for her behaving the way she did. She laid in the street while we watched, in horror as we waited on the next car to drive by and kill her. We must have been horrible kids for our mommy to want to die so bad that she would lay in the middle of the street in front of us. Bad. Body baby. Bad kid. Turned into a bad juvenile. Arrested for the first time at 12 years old, burglary followed by multiple arrests for assaulting others, in drug and alcohol treatment at 15. I was in group homes, detention, and spent a lot of time in the streets. I was pregnant at 15 and miscarried due to being in a physically abusive relationship at the time. I went to an alternative high school, and it was for the bad kids. Then that juvenile grew up into a bad woman. A very bad woman. I really can't describe the feeling of being bad that has been attached to me my entire life. It's there, it's always been there. It's an everyday feeling that is attached to me as I rise out of bed. It have to constantly remind myself, I am not bad. As a child I was never able to fully apply myself in school because I was dealing with so much anxiety and trauma in the home I grew up in. I honestly feel like I miss so much, because I wasn't able to concentrate and learn properly. No one was looking out for me, or my education. They didn't know what I learned or didn't learn and they had no clue about my learning issues. This feeling has been something I struggle with my entire life, even more reason to feel bad because I am bad. So here we have it. It's February 11, 2018. I've carried this feeling of being bad around with me every day for 43 years. I have no idea what it's like to wake up and not feel it. It's embedded so deep that it is part of who I am. All the way back to the womb. If you think our birth mothers handing us over to strangers to raise doesn't impact us in an extremely negative way, I encourage you to do the research of what happens when a mother and child are separated. Do the adoption agencies tell you we can be impacted for the rest of our lives? How do you make a way when you have carried this heavy burden of being bad your entire life? The burden from being born, unwanted by the woman who should love me most, and robbed of a childhood, never having a mother? I didn't blow it in the mother area once, but twice. I cry silent tears every day of my life, and the sadness never leaves that the mother God gave me, didn't want me and the woman that wanted me couldn't take care of me. I've accepted it's here to stay, but I do my best to hide it from the world. I don't want to be more of a burden than I already have been but it never leaves my mind. 
tears of what never was dot for me, I have to constantly remind myself that I am not my past or the mistakes I have made or the mistakes my birth parents or adoptive parents have made. Who I am isn't determined by being conceived out of a drunken one-night stand with a married man. I have to be honest. It's a constant everyday mind struggle. Self-love has been a critical point to my internal happiness. I don't care how many adoption agencies glorify the hell out of adoption, I will never feel like my birth mother loved me so much, ever. She took the easy way out, and because of it I'm left to do the time of this life sentence called adoption. I try to remind myself that although my life experiences have made me feel like a bad person internally, but I am not a bad person. This is a constant torment in my mind and an everyday struggle. Can any adoptees relate? In my heart of hearts, I know I'm a loving person, a loyal person, an honest person. I'm selective, cautious, reluctant and observant of others, and who I let in my space. I'm an introvert because I'm tired of other people inflicting hurt on me in my life. I've learned to be comfortable in my own skin, alone because no one knows me, like me. I have my guard up at all times, and I've learned to live my life and adapt to my hypersensitive flight response. I smell trouble, drama or discontent, I'm gone. Most of us work our entire lives to improve ourselves, mind body and spirit. At least I've been working on this anyway. It seems if we aren't in a constant state of improvement we would go stagnant in life, and what would we have to work towards? For me, I'm working on taming the voices that have always told me I'm bad and my life is bad and I'm trying to remind myself daily of who I really am. I'm making a list of what other people say I am, but my big struggle is believing it. The voices of negativity are stronger, louder and more prominent and they always have been. I have so much that I am thankful for, but adoption isn't one of them. Here are a few things of what other people say I am, and even a few of what I know I am. Creative. Adventurous. Caring. Selfless. Dependable. A woman of my word. Fierce. Strong. Protective. A go-getter. Jesus follower. Survivor. I think I'll leave it at that for now. Recently, I created a shirt via adoptee merch. I titled I am which is dedicated to all the adoptees in the world who have always had these negative voices about themselves. I wanted to create something that was a reminder of who we really are, who I really am. I think we all need that reminder every now and then. Click here if you would like to see the women's shirt and here if you are interested in checking the men's out. I don't wake up feeling these things, but deep in my heart I know them to be true. Why is it that all the negative feelings, visions, memories have a way of overshadowing all the positive ones? Either way, viewing myself in a positive light is a full-time job as I think many adoptees can relate to this. I would like to ask you if you can relate to this at all and if you were to create a list of the positive things you think about yourself and what others say about you, what would that list say? Would you share it with me? I think I'm going to print mine, and put it on my mirror in my bathroom as a daily reminder. I can read it each morning and repeat daily. Creative. Adventurous. Caring. Selfless. Dependable. A woman of my word. Fierce. Strong. Protective. A go-getter. Jesus follower. Survivor. Thanks for reading.